I've totally been there. Struggling with what the exact right words were to caption that Instagram photo, worrying about what everyone else would think if I talked about my business more, unsure why no one was buying from me and what to do to shift it. Those are the exact thoughts that can hold you back from making money in your business for days, weeks, months, and heck, even years if you let it. Maybe selling feels icky to you and you haven't been able to move past that. Maybe you're seriously underestimating how many touch points it takes to close a sale. Or maybe it just feels greedy to want to make more money in your business. Whatever the reason, today's episode is going to help you to break through those thoughts that are holding you back so you can sell in a way that feels good. You'll walk away from this episode with the mindset shift you need to convert with more ease than ever before and make more money too. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Melissa Lynn. Melissa is a previously successful chemical engineer turned multiple six-figure business coach and business owner. She is a business, sales, and content expert in the online space. She went from stuck in her nine to five to making multiple five-figure months and working for herself. She now helps other women do the same with their online businesses. Melissa, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Amanda. I'm really excited. We're going to have fun. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm so excited too. So I briefly read your bio, but I would love to hear in your own words. Can you tell me a little bit about what it is that you do and why you do it? Yes. So now like it is 2020. It's almost May. It's insane. But I am (laughs) a business coach. So I currently help women start, build, and scale their businesses in the online space, mostly online coaches and service-based providers. I don't really do e-commerce. But this isn't what I've always done. So I, as you read in my bio, I actually was a chemical engineer not too long ago. And that's what I went to college for. I transitioned. I was doing fitness coaching online, part-time, scaled that. I can definitely go deeper into that story um, if we've got (laughs) some time, because it's definitely quite a story. Then transitioned to business coaching. So now I work with a lot of newer entrepreneurs starting their businesses creating their signature programs, social media, content, sales, strategy, launching, basically all of the things in one. Um, Then I also have other buckets where I'm helping women scale to 10K months, 20K months. I've got clients hitting nearly 50K months these days. So I'm just, I'm helping anyone wanting to make money and help people and create an impact in the online space. Yes. Oh, so good. I love that. Okay. So you have to tell us your fitness coaching story now. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So I'll go back and this will actually go into my why a little bit. So I'll go back to just like, even before I started my chemical engineering, 
I grew up in a very like traditional route. Like I'm half Chinese. And so growing up, and I kid you not, I like tell everybody this because it's true, but my grandparents, they came over from Hong Kong and they spoke no English. Like I'd go to the grocery stores with them and get gas with them um, because I was like their translator. Mm-hmm. And they did know a few words. They knew doctor and they knew husband. I kid you not. And it's like it was instilled in my head very young that that was what it took to be successful. And I unfortunately couldn't handle the blood. And so I went into engineering. I was always great at math and science. So I did that full time, got my chemical engineering degree, went into the corporate world, manufacturing world, was working more of like a five to five, insane hours on call all the time. And I really asked myself one day, like, is this really it? Like, am I really going to be doing this in my 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s until I retire and not start traveling until like when I'm old? And Mm -hmm. I just wasn't okay with that. It didn't feel good to me. And my dream bubble just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But for me to accomplish some of these big dreams, like, you know, funding charities, starting my own charity at some point, just giving back to the community, traveling the world six months out of the year. Once we're out of COVID, I really can't wait to go and travel and just be out in the world. And I just can't do that in a typical nine to five. And so while I was in my nine to five, I was really into health and fitness. I was actually doing bikini competitions. And because of that, I was like, oh, ding, ding, ding. Like People are coming to me asking me for help with their fitness journeys. I can do this. I can help them. And so that's how I started to transition into part-time health and fitness coaching in the online space. And this was way back in the day. This is like before Instagram stories were a thing. Uh, This (laughs) is 2014. I think DMs had just kind of started, but like this is old school when I first first got into that. And so it took me a few years, scaled that. And that's how I really transitioned. I just, I've always loved the business side. I was so close to getting my MBA while I was in the corporate world and now I'm just living it day to day. And I absolutely love it so much. Oh, so good. I love that story. That's amazing. So it sounds like this is kind of what you've been meant to do all along. Does it feel that way? Oh my goodness. A hundred percent. It's so crazy. I wake up every morning and I mean, I don't feel like I'm working. I mean, I am like, obviously I go to my desk and I get to work, but I absolutely love what I do. Every day feels like a Friday or a Saturday to me. So when I've got that feeling, like, I know this is exactly what I was meant to do. Oh, so freaking good. So can you tell me, is there one specific mindset shift that's made the biggest difference for either you or your clients? You know, that's definitely a a hard question because there's so much. But if I were to choose just one, I would say definitely shifting my mindset around selling in my business because if we're not able to sell, we really don't have a business. We have more of a hobby. Totally. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. (laughs) So can you talk to me more about sales and selling? And I know that specifically for our listeners, they feel so gross about selling sometimes and it just feels so uncomfortable. So can you speak to that a little bit? Like how can they work through that? Yes, definitely. And I I love teaching about this because once you can make this shift, it can change your entire business and seriously take you from zero to sale, sale, sale. 
And it's not just about the sale, of course, it's also about the impact you're about to create, but you can't become better at sales until you start to change your beliefs and change those stories that are holding you back from selling, right? Because it directly affects how good we are at selling. If you believe promoting is bad, for example, like you are subconsciously going to avoid doing it. You're going to procrastinate. Mm. You're not going to hop on stories and sell to your audience. You're never going to talk about your program. So people aren't going to know about your program. Like it seriously is like a dog sensing a storm. People can tell and they can feel that energy. So we definitely have got to change those beliefs first and then work on strategies definitely hand in hand, but you've got to work on that mindset first. I would love to go um, into some just like common beliefs and stories if you'd like. Yes. Oh my gosh. Let's do it. I'm so excited. (laughs) This is like such a juicy topic. I'm obsessed (laughs) with it. So what would you say is like the most common sales mindset block that you hear? Oh, selling is bad. Selling is sleazy. Selling is gross. I'm just taking Mm. people's money. Mm -hmm. Um, no one's going to pay me. Those are probably some of the biggest like promoting yourself is rude. Um, selling something is taking money away from somebody else. So those are definitely the biggest ones. And these are all stories and beliefs that are given to us by other people, right? They're not laws. They're not universal laws that we have to abide by. There are stories that we created because of maybe the way that we were brought up. Like I know personally, love you, mom, love you, dad. But I know personally that a lot of my, my stories around selling came from what I saw my parents do when I was younger, right? We'd go into a car salesman store uh, and, or a car dealership. And immediately my parents would like block me, like, don't talk to the car dealership. Don't talk to them. They're just going to try and rip you off. Like all of these stories were put into our heads, but we get to remember their stories and mm-hmm. we get to rewrite them. Yes. So, so let's good. Rewrite let's rewrite them. So instead of, instead of telling yourself that selling is bad, Start to tell yourself that selling is helping because it is. If you aren't out there letting people know about your offer, about your service, how are you able to help them? How are they able to transform and get that solution? You are doing a disservice by not selling. And something that I tell my girls all of the time, and I truly believe this, we are selfish when we aren't selling because we're keeping our gifts, that solution to ourselves, right? When other people need it. So that's one shift that you can start to make. Another one, if you believe that selling is sleazy or selling is grimy or gross, you can tell yourself, well, you know what? I'm a salesperson. I'm not sleazy. I'm not gross, right? Like we get to instantly rewrite those and start to post these rewritten affirmations everywhere. Like put them on notes right before your sales calls, have them on post-it notes all over your computer, do whatever you've got to do. Another one that I hear a lot is promoting yourself is rude. Mm. So instead of believing that let's rewrite that promoting yourself is absolutely necessary to run a business right? Without promoting, as I mentioned before, like no one's going to know what you have to offer and therefore you're not going to have a business and that's not what we want. So no, yeah. <laughs> not a bad thing. if we promote, if we don't promote, we cannot change lives. 
Mm. If we don't promote, we cannot change lives. Like selling is absolutely necessary. I think that's so true. And it's so important to remember that that's why you're in business, right? Is like to sell and to serve and to make money, right? Like and I don't, we can't do, we can't do the serving and we can't make the money if we're not in it to sell as well. Right. Like they're just, they are all part of the same equation in my mind. Mm-hmm. So I just love what you mentioned there because I think that especially in the beginning, I think that a lot of what we do is staying in our own head, right? So Mm -hmm. there are so many of these stories and it takes so much extra mental effort to actually post that one thing, right? And then because of that, it's like, oh my gosh, I posted that one thing. I heard crickets. No one said anything. Therefore, (laughs) I'm going to stop doing it, right? (laughs) But actually, it's the opposite, right? It's It's by showing up, (laughs) by continuing to do it, that you actually gain that traction, that momentum, and it gets so much easier too. Yeah, it does. And I really, I want everyone to know, like I was in that boat too. When I first started, I remember when I first started in 2014 as a health and fitness coach, like I was that girl promoting once every two weeks. And when I did promote, I, if I didn't get like a certain amount of likes, or if I didn't have someone reach out to me within 30 minutes, I like immediately took the post down. I was like, Oh, it's not working. I was self-sabotaging because Mm. of my selling beliefs. So we definitely get to continue to show up and keep in mind for every one person that reaches out to you or asks about your program, there are at least 20 other lurking around. (laughs) I call them lurkers, but like there's silent supporters creeping on all of your stuff and they want to work with you and they will. And we just get to get creative about giving them that permission slip to reach out to you or reply to work with you type of thing. But there are, I promise you. (laughs) I think that that is such an amazing point because it's so true, right? And I think that in the beginning, it's so easy to be like, well, no one's engaging, like no one's seeing this. Like, and then all of a sudden you'll get that one person out of nowhere that engaged with absolutely nothing that you've ever posted. (laughs) You like didn't even know existed. And they're like, yeah, I've been following you for months and I need to work with you. Exactly. And as you continue to show up, it's going to organically continue to happen. You know, I am such a value add person. I love giving, 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 especially all of the value, especially online. Like I do so many mini trainings, live trainings, my podcast, all of the things. And what's going to start to happen is as you continue to add value and show up, those people are going to go and tell their people about you, right? They're going to be out at happy hour with their girlfriends. Once restaurants start to open again after COVID, they're going to be out at like happy hour wine night with their girlfriends and say to each other, like, oh my goodness, have you seen that girl, Melissa? Have you seen that girl, Amanda? Like, she is so incredible. She does this, this, and this. You should go follow her. You should go do this. You should go do that. And so organically, it'll continue to help you grow, 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 as long as you keep showing up and really pushing those selling beliefs aside and recreating those new affirmations that are really going to help you move forward and start to sell and serve. Yes. 
Okay, so I just want to take a step back here for two seconds because I think sometimes people are really confused what it actually means to sell. And I know that this was something I struggled with in the beginning because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm posting to Instagram. Like, why am I not getting clients through Instagram, right? And I think that a lot of times we're not actually talking about what we do and we're not actually talking about what we offer. (laughs) And those are two things that I see there. So I'm curious to hear if you've seen the same thing or if you could just talk to us a little bit about what selling actually is. Yeah. So especially for those that are newer in their business, we love being busybodies. Like we love being busy bees. It's what you're taught to do, especially with the corporate world. And so there's a big difference between like spending your day doing things like posting on stories and showing your cat, which I, I do pretty often because I love my cat. <laughs> but Like there's a difference between just posting things and actually being intentional about what you're posting and what you're sharing. And so selling happens all the time and it can happen anywhere. Um, it's not just you hopping on Instagram stories, waving your hand and saying, Hey, I'm a business owner. I'm a coach. Come work with me. Right. It's much more than that. It's when you post content that actually speaking about your program, you know, talking about pain and pleasure points that they're feeling and how you have the solution for them. You know, people are going back to your content constantly creeping and lurking. And so we get to be very intentional about what you're posting right? Your content is like your body of work, especially when it comes to selling. Um, Conversations you're having with people, like being very intentional, asking people, first getting to know them as a human and then getting into like, okay, what are your pain and pleasure points? What's holding you back? How can I support you? That is a version of selling. And it takes anywhere from seven to 10 touch points with a potential client, with a lead to go from that lead to a paying client. So we get to continuously touch up with them, but there's so many different things that you can do with selling. And I love to get creative with my ways of selling. Ooh, tell us. Well, if you come and watch my Instagram stories, I do a lot of like behind the scenes Mm -hmm. of like, I'm hosting a co-working session with some of my Academy ladies this afternoon. So I'm going to be showing like behind the scenes of, oh, so excited for my Academy ladies to hop onto our co-working session. And I'm not saying, hey, here's my academy, come and roll. I'm saying, hey, here's this awesome community. And hint, hint, don't you kind of want to be part of it? Like I'm, I'm nonchalant, like selling by showing behind the scenes and sharing experiences that my clients are getting, sharing testimonials. And then of course I do have days where I'm like, hey, come and roll. And this is what you get. Here are the pain and pleasure points. So mixing some of those things in as well are going to be so, so great. And I know for myself for quite some time, I'm, I'm such a teacher. I'm such an educator. I mean, I'm a coach mm-hmm. and I would just always put out business tips. I was like business, business, business. And for a little bit of time in my business, I, forgot to show the human side of me. Mm. And we get to remember that showing that human side of you is also a form of selling because people need to like, know, and trust you before they're ever going to want to buy from you. Right? Like I, the reason why I share my cat so much, she's, she's amazing. She's beautiful. I'm looking at her right now. She's (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? But 
Um, the reason I do that is so that people can connect with me. Like all of the cat ladies out there, love you all so much. They all connect with me. I get so many DMs about cats. Like people sending me pictures of their cats. And you can bet that when those ladies are ready to hire a business coach, they're coming to me. And so we get to really connect and show just human side to you as well, especially with everything going on in the world right now with COVID, like we get to really connect. Selling is all about human connection, right? It's not just throwing Instagram stories up saying bye, bye, bye. It's about really connecting with people. Yes. Showing them that you have the solution, but connecting with them in other ways too, if that makes sense. Yes, that totally makes sense. And I think that that is just such an important piece of the equation and something I used to shy away so much from because I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot possibly post another picture of me walking my dog. Like this is going to bore the hell out of people. Like we do this every day. (laughs) Do they really want to see it? But to your point earlier, like I think that one thing to remember there is that we almost have to show up that often just so that the people who want to see our content can actually see it because we are, I mean, insert algorithms, insert how often people are actually on stories, insert, you know, whatever the hell else is going on in their life right now, you know? And I think that all of those come into play here. So even though we're so close to our content, and even though I know I walk my dog every day and it looks essentially (laughs) the same, I think that the chances that the same people are seeing it are are small, right? And anyone who's watching yeah. that often is so interested in whatever else I'm posting that they're like, okay, Amanda's walking their dog again, moving on. <laughs> yeah. you know? And it's, it's going to be one of those things that the one day that you don't walk your dog, like maybe it's raining out and you don't walk your dog. They're going to be like, oh my goodness, why is Amanda not walking her dog? Like <laughs> you're in their heads. You're seriously in their heads and they're thinking about you all in a non-creepy way, of course, <laughs> but like it's very strategic too. And you now I really, I remember when I was a health and fitness coach, I would always share like behind the scenes of, I remember specifically it was Valentine's day one year I was out with my boyfriend and I was enjoying like a burger and French fries and beer. And I shared that stuff because I was showing people it was possible to eat that stuff and not gain like 10, 15 pounds overnight. Like you can still do that. And so when we're sharing those things about our personal lives that we feel like, oh, this is so boring. Oh, no one's going to care. People do care because it's those people that want to be where you are. You're showing them what's possible. You're telling them, hey, you can have this too. Continue to follow, continue to be in my circle. I'll show you how. Yes. And it's so good. Like you would so much rather hire the person who is showing you those kind of behind the scenes and you feel like you really know before you even get on a sales call with them or even take that next step with them rather than that person Mm -hmm. that's like so like closed up and (laughs) not sharing anything and super professional all the time. Like those are not, I mean, I'm speaking for myself here, but like, those are not the people I connect with, right? Like I connect with the girl who is like sharing her life and saying it is possible, even though X, Y, Z thing is going wrong. And like, it's fine because she's showing up anyway. And like, those are the people that feels real to me. That's that authentic connection. That's that, um, like no trust factor. 
And I think sometimes we forget that when we become business owners, because we're like, all right, now I've just got to be perfect. And then I'll start selling things, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And we got to remember like people want to see that side. People don't want to work with robots. Nobody wants mm. to work with a robot. <laughs> so true. When you truly cultivate the mindset you need to make more sales in your business, everything shifts. And I mean everything. Because making sales in a way that feels good is one of the most important aspects of running a successful and sustainable online business. Because let's be real, if you absolutely hate what you're selling or actually selling it, I can guess about how often you'll show up to take the actions that will close more sales. Hardly ever. That's why I'm so committed to supporting you in the underlying thought work that shifts things for you in a big way on my free Sincere Sales Coaching Call. Together, we'll get to the root of the mindset challenge that is holding you back the most from selling and talk about the simple, actionable step you can take to shift it fast so you can close more sales and make more money in your biz. I only do three of these each week and they've been going fast. So grab your spot at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales before they're gone. So when it comes to selling in a way that actually feels good, if I'm a listener right now and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they're talking about selling, but like, I can't even, this feels so weird to me. What kind of tips do you have? Oh, I'd love this. So one of the biggest things is going to be adding value. Adding value is so important. Your value is your pitch. I'm going to say that again so that you guys can write this down. Your value is your pitch. So when I add value, it does a few things for people. It's of course, giving them a quick win, right? And giving people a quick win for free, they're going to start thinking to themselves, wow, if this is what I can get with Melissa for free, if I'm able to, you know, do this, my business with her tips for free, I can't even imagine what would happen like in one of her courses or one of her programs. Like if I pay to work with her, of course I want to do that. And so that's one big thing that we can start to do is really add value. So I will do, I usually do live trainings every single week in my Facebook group, my free Facebook group community. And that's a form of selling, going live, adding value, and then letting people know Hey, if you want more, like this is just the tip of the iceberg. If you want more, this is how you can. Here's what you can do. Oh, so good. There's there's just so many. There's so many different things you can do. You can offer discovery calls for people where you do the same thing. You basically add a tip, add some value on the discovery call, and then share with them how they can work with you. There's so much you can do. Um, Same with Instagram stories, doing little mini trainings. You can do this in the sales email, uh, even just simply sharing behind the scenes, sharing a testimonial. That's a form of selling. As long as you're getting your program out there, talking about how you can serve, how you can help them. It can be graphics. It can be you talking to the screen. I like to really switch things off. So if I'm speaking to my phone on Instagram stories one day about my program, the next day you'll probably see me show graphics about that program. Just because some people love to hear things, some people love to see things visually. So I definitely like to mix it up. But you get to sell every single day in your business, whether that means you send out a sales email, whether that means you have a call to action to your program in a caption. Okay, whether that means you go live and pitch at the end, you get to do something every single day to sell in your business. Oh, so good. I think that that is just like even 
just that, what you just said, that you get to sell every single day in your business, I think is like such valuable insight because most of us in the beginning are not thinking about our business that way. We are not thinking about it from a sales perspective. That's Mm -hmm. when we make money, right? Like I think that there's sometimes there's this like stigma around making money. And I just think that it's so important in business to one, talk about making money and become comfortable with it, but then also talking about how selling is a massive part of that equation. So by simply like asking yourself that question, how am I showing up? How am I selling today? That is going to be a game changer. Like for everyone listening, like go write that on a poster right now and stick it somewhere you see every day because just having that check-in with yourself Mm -hmm. is going to be massive for you. Yeah, seriously. I mean, there are so many stores out there. Well, not necessarily right now because of COVID, but (laughs) Like if you were like pre-COVID to walk into a grocery store or Nordstrom or Macy's, wherever you go, like they're a business, they're a store, they're selling like crazy everywhere you go. You may not realize it, but like girls at the makeup counter, at the grocery store, the sales signs for the apples and the oranges, like they're selling everywhere, but we don't blink twice about it. We're like, oh, that's normal. Like they're a grocery store. Of course they're going to sell. They're a business. Mm. Well, you're a business too. You get to really look at it that way. You're a business too. You get to sell as well. You really, really get to do that. It's so true. I tell this story because I think it's just like one of the easiest ways that I was able to shift my perspective around this. But I remember like going into Target one day and like, it's been cold up here in the mountains. I wanted a sweatshirt. I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect because I've been so cold in my office. Like I am buying the sweatshirt now, but nowhere along the way was I mad at Target for having a sweatshirt, worried that they were selling to me something that I didn't need annoyed at the price point of said sweatshirt, felt like they were being selfish along the way. Like, no, I was there. It filled a need I had. I bought the sweatshirt. End of story. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my goodness. Exactly. And if any of you are having a hard time around like selling and making more money, we got to remember like making more money means you get to do things that help fill your cup a little more. Like me making more money, I'm able to get well, pre-COVID, I was able to get, you know, monthly massages, massages twice a month, my nails, lash extensions, all these things that have helped, helped fill my cup and invest in different things and mentors and things like that. And, you know, buy gifts for my clients, all of these things, create more systems in my business, hire more employees. So there's so much good that can come out of making more money in your business. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. So much good in the world too. Like not, I think like we get so in our heads and so in our little ecosystems where we're Mm -hmm. like, well, it's only affecting these select group of people. But like, if we remember that, like this is part of a global economy, right? So like every time we're going out, like even you getting massages, right? Like that means that person is staying employed and that means they can go and spend money. Like it really does have a ripple effect. So it's not just like good for us and it's not just good for our people. It really does like have this massive ripple effect. So it's good for the world. Yeah, it truly is. Oh, so good. So (laughs) I know that one of the things you talk about is really shifting that selling focus away from you and onto your ideal client. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? 
Yes. So I want to give an example about like sales calls. So if you're about to hop on a sales call and you can use the same strategy when it comes to hopping on your Instagram stories, anytime you're about to go and sell, a lot of the times we start to get in our heads. We start to go into the story mode of, okay, what are people going to think of me? Does my hair look good? Like, what if I say the wrong thing? This, this, and this. What if, you know, I stumble my words? What if they can't see me? Like, what if da, da, da? Like, all of these stories come up. And those are all stories about you. And instead of shining that flashlight on you, what we can do is shine that flashlight outwards. Shine it on them. This is about them. This isn't about whether you ask the right question or say the wrong thing or curse accidentally. This is about, okay, what are they going through? How are they feeling right now? What have they tried? What are they doing? How can I serve them? Is this the right fit for them? What is it that they are looking for? This is nothing about you. And as you can start to shift and turn that flashlight to them, it is going to make selling so much easier. I can promise you that the minute you start to make that shift, shine it to them. This is all about them because they're going to feel it too. It's a huge energy shift. If you hop on a sales call, like I do all my sales calls on zoom. And so we're looking at each other, not creepily, but we can see <laughs> video and we're looking at each other and they can sense that energy. If you're like stressed about like the questions you're going to ask, if you're reading through a script, they can sense that it's like a dog sensing the storm. Like they can sense that you're nervous, all of these things and may feel that you're not genuine. So you get to really turn it to them. Mm, that's like such a good mindset shift. Like so freaking good. <laughs> Because it's just, it's so helpful because I think you're right. Like a lot of selling feels like it falls onto the seller, right? (laughs) Where it's like, Mm -hmm. I want to say the right thing. I want to do the right thing. Like I'm nervous, whatever, like whatever those stories are. And I think that if you can shift, like I'm such a huge believer that sales is just a conversation with an invitation attached. And I think that if you can shift that focus away from yourself and onto the person that you are inviting to work with you, that is just so much more valuable to them because then the, I mean, ultimately in these heart centered programs that we're selling, the focus really should be on them anyway. <laughs> but I think that like, that's so helpful to remember because it takes a lot of the pressure off. Right. Yeah. And it makes it so much easier to have that conversation without that added weight. So yeah. I just love that so much. Make it easy, have fun with it. Like you truly get to have fun with it. Anytime I start to get a little nervous, because I mean, I get nervous sometimes too. Like if I'm about to go and sell a $30,000 package or have this big number out of someone, I get nervous in my head too. Like I'm human, but I like to really just have fun with it. I will start some music. I will dance to some Backstreet Boys or to some like Dan and Shay and just kind of get <laughs> out of my head and have fun with it and talk to this person I'm about to hop on a sales call with just like I would my best girlfriend, right? Like this gets to be a fun, loving, heart-centered conversation. How would I speak to my best girlfriend? Am I really going to like try and push them this way? Or am I going to see what's best for them and focus my flashlight on them? 
Oh, so good. So Melissa, if our listeners love what they heard from you today, where can they find you? Go ahead. Feel free and come creep on me on Instagram, the Melissa Lynn, uh, my website as well. Super simple. The I like to keep things simple. Let's see. I also have a Facebook group, so feel free and hop on over to the fierce business babes Facebook group. Amazing. And did you mention that you also had a four step framework to start and scale your business? I do. If you're in the beginning stages of your business, or if you haven't hit that first 5k month yet, go ahead and grab that freebie. I'm pretty sure Amanda's got the link. So I'm sure she'll have it in the show notes for you. And it's got my whole four-step framework of what you really need to start and scale your business. Absolutely. We will definitely drop that in the show notes. And thank you so much for joining me today, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. Are you there? I am. Oh, okay. I was like,